0: For this episode, I really just wanted to somehow introduce myself to you guys. Whether you're um, going through adulting or not, you're actually welcome to listen to this podcast because this is a safe space for us to be uncomfortable with ourselves and not just be okay with it, but also to be able to do something about it. So now I give you this episode in which we will talk about adulting struggles and I personally designed this topic so it may sound subjective, and it actually is. And at some point, you may find some things that you can relate with. And if you do, or even if you don't, stay awesome and carpet diem. Also, since this podcast is not sponsored by any brand, I'd like to take this segment to thank some people who have contributed to the fruition of this podcast. And I would like to give thanks to Jaser Ramirez. And it is actually his birthday today. So today's June 14th. Happy birthday, Jaser. Um, Next on my list is Michael Salibur, who happens to be Bethany Gale as he would like to call himself. Um, I also have Marvin Canyaveras and Christian Delfino for their insights. And I dedicate this podcast to all struggling individuals out there um, who happens to be going through adulting. And so I acknowledge the following people struggling Um as an adult, or as they go through adulting, as they literally keep me sane. So first on my list, of course, are my parents, Mario and Durian. Of course, my siblings, Wayne, Mark, um, Ina, and my friends. I literally have so many friends, but I just want to uh, mention some of them who has literally helped me out um, endure this global pandemic. So I have Isai, I have Kyla, Du, che, John Pasqual, Christian, Kiko, Vince, Vincent, Rocky, Jeffrey, Josh, Iko, Norley, James, of course, Stalitz himself, Freddie, Joshua, Shyla, uh, Chinchin, Carl Ian, and also my friends from work. And If I have ever forgotten to mention your names, please don't feel bad because I really love you all. I do. And this podcast is literally for you. So let's dive right in. So the first one is actually getting the job, right? Because adulting is considered the time of our lives when most of us are fresh graduates and I may be speaking from a privileged perspective because I like it or not in a third world country when we say college graduates it's either because you're privileged whether that's financially or you were able to get that scholarship that's both privileged in a sense yet even those that have college degrees find it so difficult to get the job actually an article na Nabasa, which can be read through the Manila Times website, and that's written by attorney Dodo Dulay. And it basically talks about the worth of a college degree. It's actually a column article. And It goes off talking about the rise of college graduates. I mean, like the numbers of college graduates. But even so, statistics still shows a whopping 18 to 20 percent of unemployment rate. Which means if we have 100 fresh graduates, 18 to 20 of them, to say the least, are unemployed. At hindi yun dahil walang job vacancies, but because I'm quoting. According to the National Economic and Development Authority, or NEDA, the high rate of unemployed college graduates is the result of a mismatch between what is produced by schools and what is required by the market. An employer's group says around 65% lack the essential critical thinking, problem-solving, and communication skills or education qualifications required by businesses for entry-level jobs. And that really explains why the demand for industries like information technology, cyber services, automotive and electronic, hospitality, construction, health and wellness, and aviation sectors, as mentioned in the article as well, is really very high because universities and colleges don't produce graduates fit for those jobs with vacancies. And that figure may seem so high and so surreal, but really that bigger picture or say the root of unemployment is indeed causing so much stress. Because the struggle just doesn't stop when you already get the job, we move on to the second on our list, which is employment struggles, right? As someone who's going through Adulting, which is really the time of our lives when we hustle and bustle, whether we're starting our own business or trying to get to a position we've been wanting, that really affects us so much as we struggle and barely keep our heads above water. And let me give you some of the many real life scenarios of employment struggles. So the first thing that I could think of is when you're the breadwinner, right? Because now being a breadwinner does not necessarily mean that you're the eldest. But that is usually the case. Kasi, ikaw, yung ina, ikaw yung unang nakatapos, um, or in some cases, say, ikaw yung middle child out of, say, five, and your kuyas or ates have dropped out of school, kasi life is really so difficult, and you happen to be, say, ikaw yung say for instance. So, what your parents decide is for your older siblings to sacrifice their education for your sake. And us Filipinos kasi are really so inclined with the concept of utang na loob. So what we're often taught of is to give back to them for, of course, there's so much kindness. And I'm not saying uh, it is such a bad thing. It is actually one of the most accomplishing feeling na to be able to give back to our parents for basically all the things that they've done for us. But what I'm saying is that it's just somehow causing us to struggle as someone starting off through Um, adulting. And this may really sound uncomfortable at some point um, to some people, but let's face it, because these are scenarios that really Um, do exist. And again, just to reiterate, I'm basically just citing examples of real-life situations. And we have so much time to talk about utang na loob, but not here on this episode. The second scenario that I could think of that's really conspicuous is the fact that we're rookies, right? Let's acknowledge the fact that most that we do during our adulting period is basically instinctive, right? Because somehow there is some part of our brain which dictates us that here's what we're going to do or here's what we're not going to do. And hindi lahat ng yon, especially life skills we're taught in schools because what we're often taught is to be academically excellent. And yeah, at some point we're taught to always be um, respectful and as a Filipino, I can actually attest to that. Now, we are indeed very respectful, right? Because look, when was the last time that you've sent an email to your superior in straight English? And you kind of have to fight that urge not to be redundant with the word please or diba kung padilanga maglagay ka na ng po on your email, diba? I mean, that's really something natural for us Filipinos. Pero what's not taught in schools are like, what would you do if a colleague talks behind your back or. But there have been some escalating situations with you involved. And you're not the type of person who can face confrontation. So you just tell yourself, don't cry, right? Because you can't, right? At least not in front of your colleagues during the um, confrontation. But my point is we were never taught to be social people because we are naturally capable of socializing. So there's that part of us that's really good at it at some point, right? And you really just have to trust yourself Now there's always that starting point in your career Now you're at the bottom and you kind of haven't had it all figured out yourself. Um, So you kind of have to be more empathetic to yourself as you are towards others, right? Because there are times now you're going to see someone doing his or her job and he or she makes it so easy. And then you started doing the same job on your own and you kind of suck at it. You don't get to compare yourself with the experts. Let's start there. You only get to compare yourself with who you were yesterday as a person. And, I'm not trying to convince you guys to settle with mediocrity. But really, life is already so difficult and we make it more difficult because we are so kind of caught up with the idea of being the best that we tend to push ourselves beyond our limits, that we often cling to things that are not so kind of beneficial to you and to the people around you just so you could be the best. And you kind of unintentionally put some people down just so you're kind of looked up to, right? But that's just not how we do it, diba. Look, my dad always tells me, aim high, and I really always do. Cause diba mung arab ka and do everything in your power to be a better version of yourself. And because of that, we move on to the third adulting struggle, which is work-life balance, right? Let me start by saying paano? I mean that rhetorically, but really, paano, ba? I really ask myself, dear, paano mo nagagawang maging masaya back in high school after after attending a freaking 7 a.m. class to 5 p.m. with extracurricular pa yun, ha? Tas kasali ka pa sa volleyball team. Like, how the hell did I do that, right? Tas maron ba energy to stream online for anime or to read a book and actually study, right? I'm just kidding. I don't really study at night. Sorry about parents, pero yeah. <laughs> diba? Imagine. tas ang lakas ko pa magpuyat back then, right? Then college happened. And I can't even force myself to be at school on time for six subjects within a week. Diba? I was a superhuman back then. Right? I'm just kidding. Pero diba? Have you ever had that point in your adulting life where you ask yourself that kind of question? Because personally, I think, Taking time to evaluate yourself really does help in, well, not just keeping your head above water, but to actually live your life, right? I mean, going back to that question, which I really did try to answer intrinsically, which really made a lot of sense to me, right? Paano maging masaya back then. And how can, I, how can I apply that to my current situation? My current adulting situation, right, everything is actually somehow heightened or magnified, but it's basically the same banana. Let me give you a scenario diba? back in high school, I had to deal with extreme budgeting, mainly because my mom and I have to say I love my mom for that, right, so my mom don't um my mom does not often give me money for allowance I mean meron naman but it's really just enough for Pamasai or merienda I mean ga- ganon ganong kind of allowance but not to that point that I can spend so much like be able to go shopping and besides wala naman kasi moldon maldon sa Tigaon, which was my which is my hometown um where I had my high school and yeah so I kind of think that it's it's really just basically the same as budgeting now that we're adulting because and right, I have to add up that it's actually even better now because we become more provident or like machine with how we spend because we literally shed bloods and tears for that money, right? So I think it's just basically the same. And it really is true that the more we earn, the more we spend. So we really have to have that motivation to save for our future. Furthermore, back in high school, because have you remembered that bully, um, say, classmate or schoolmate of yours that you really don't want to be with. Honestly, we all know people in our workplace whom we really don't want to be with. And maybe because that person is bully or toxic, but that natural feeling in you that makes you want to stay away from that person, that's actually no different in high school than when you had that kind of feeling back then, right? So you really just have to trust your feeling now. to keep your sanity and peace, there are some people that you really have to keep your distance from, of course, while staying humane and professional at all times. What I'm trying to say is to keep the balance and sanity that you barely have. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the kind of sanity, though, that you have left, Right? you have to have a conversation with yourself right like to evaluate yourself like to spend some time with and for yourself right and not be totally consumed by these external forces right because so the thing is wag kang magpapalamon sa right don't be overpowered by something that you most definitely can conquer so we move on to the fourth adulting struggle which is basically the financial struggle right so a lot of us are actually so caught up with the idea of YOLO or you only live once. And more often, some people are going through financial difficulties of adulting. Because sino ba naman ang walang problema sa pera, di ba? I mean, minsan kasi kahit ako, I have to admit, ang sarap mamili, especially yung mga bagay na gusto mong bilhin that you couldn't buy back then. And now you're kind of more than capable of buying those kinds of things, right? But here's actually a piece of advice that's so often used and abused, And it really does sound so cliche already, but really never spend more than you earn. And And just to reiterate, right, I'm not a financial expert of some sort, but I do care about my future. And that is really just what it takes to have that kind of drive to basically save up. And actually, personally, I think that the concept of saving up is so 18th century, right? It's kind of traditional already because contemporarily, we are being introduced to the era of having insurances and investments. And I personally think that as we go on and do adulting stuffs, it is also best to keep an open mind and not stick with the traditional way of saving up. And I'm not in any way sponsored by these organizations, but you can look up the big names in terms of insurance and investments like ProLife or Sun Life, or ManualLife and many others and discuss your future financially with your trusted financial advisors. Now, some of the tips that I can personally share with you, and I think a lot of people are actually doing this because it's really just the basics of saving, is number one, Save before spend, right? This is really just very easy because you just have to take a chunk from your income and without blinking, literally, send it to your savings account. Now, it could be a constant monetary value like $5,000, say, per cutoff, or it could be a percentage of your income like, say, 30% of your monthly salary. Just send it to your savings account. Now, the second one is actually kind of more difficult for starters, and that is to track your expenses, right? Now, it's difficult difficult for starters, but when you start the adulting stage, and you're kind of somehow getting the hang of it, like you already know how much a weekly laundry could cost, and the total expenses that you would have for fares. And if you're paying for an apartment, right? Like these are somehow your monthly bills already. So you must know when that bill would hit you. And so you should kind of be ready for that. Say you're paying your rent monthly and that's for about say 4,000, just an example. And you get paid twice a month and so personally, I think it would be easier to breathe kung magtatabi ka ng, um kalahate. Say 2000 so first payout mo, and another 2000 um from your second payout for that month para hindi siya isang bagsakan, galing sa isang single payout. Kasi sobrang mabigat. And I may have done that several times already, and it could really get ugly, I would say. And this may sound funny, but I really could get so ugly from pagtitipet, deba. So with my current job, we get paid every other week. So, syempre, there were times where I could spend so much a week after getting my salary, and then the second week would come, and it's either we resort to water therapy—that's what we call it—mago water therapy na lang ako, or namin yung five hundred, or pagkakasayn ko personally yung five hundred pesos within a week. So it really is pecha de peligro, as what we'd call it. And as we go through adulting, we really should try to make ends meet. Otherwise, it could go from bad to worst in like a millisecond. And feeling bad is actually somehow related to our fifth bullet, which is anxiety. And yeah, as someone going through this stage of adulting, anxiety is indeed very common. And we really have so much to feel anxious about. And If you can remember, on the first episode of this podcast, I was really trying to make a point about acknowledging that all feelings are valid, especially during this pandemic. But on this episode, I'm kind of focusing on the concept of anxiety in the context of adulting per se. So this is that segment where we try to recognize and acknowledge what we're all being anxious about. And the first thing on that list is being anxious about our goals, right? Because look, it's really a must for us to have goals in life, and we're supposed to be goal digger, not gold diggers, right? But as someone going through so much stress all at once, diba? Minsan, na na lang natin, is this really my goal in life? Or say, goal ko ba talaga maging CEO or like, goal ko ba talaga maging manager at some point, diba? We begin asking ourselves like, what I'm going through right now, am I still on the right path, right? Kasi personally, I think when we have, say, an established goal in life, diba? What we do is everything humanly possible for us to get that goal. And here's a pro tip that literally applies to everyone. And it has been a meme or, like, a motivational post everywhere, right? Look, when you have a goal and you're somehow struggling for that goal and you feel like you're stuck in a rut and not progressing in life, you don't get to change your goal. You change your ways. To get that goal, right? And that apparently includes changing some of your ways in life, your perspective, and everything that you do in between. And that actually somehow relates to the second on my list, which is self-doubt. You see, we get so anxious with what we're all capable of doing, and we become doubtful of our own capabilities, Diva. And would literally be like, (coughs) I did my best. But I guess my best wasn't good enough. Diba? That song really does sum it all up. I guess my best wasn't good enough. Kasi minsan, it really is just us. Tayo tayo lang talaga yung nagda-doubt sa sarili natin. And yes, of course, there will be those days in our career na will be the creme de la creme at some point. And that's really a good thing. Pero there are also days now we're barely productive. And that is okay. Kasi tao tayo. And oftentimes, we're just so wanting to always be that cherry on top. But life just doesn't work that way. Kasi remember, you're going through adulting. And you have to be more empathetic towards yourself. Kasi this is really that time of our lives na... We're still building our foundation, right? We're we're still baking that crust, para eventually that crust could hold that cherry on top perfectly. And we are that cherry on top. Because right, de ba? naman. What I do personally is that, pag may achievement ako say, kahit small achievement lang, I treat myself out or i give myself rewards and eto yun ha rewards don't often mean that we have to buy ourselves something you see it could be as small yet as important as getting some sleep ba? just take melatonin and sleep for 12 freaking hours dam ba ang sarap non? or kung medyo nakakaangat angat ka naman sa buhay na buy yourself some lv purse or like ps4 Diba? Hindi sponsored, pero the cameraman. <laughs> ahem, ahem. Diba? Or if that bad day comes, diba? Allow yourself to be less productive. Kasi let's not be slaves of our own goals, but rather be its soldier. Ganda, diba? Pwede ko nang-end yung podcast. Just kidding. And so, another thing that gives us so much anxiety is the pressure of being responsible. I mean, diba? Everyone is expecting us to always be on the right track and it kind of worries us so much Now we become too careful of what we're showing ourselves to other people and there are times that we're kind of just faking ourselves a little too much just to show some people that, hey, ito ako being responsible and we give ourselves no chance to make mistakes and I kept saying this, you No, know, we have to be more empathetic and compassionate towards ourselves. Pero in rare cases, being compassionate to ourselves can also mean that uh, we allow ourselves to make mistakes. And just to be clear, these mistakes don't mean hurting anyone in any way or destroying lives or property in any way, because still, don't do drugs. Pero yeah, going back, we allow ourselves to make mistakes just so we know na hindi not dapat in, right? Like the mistake of overspending as an example. We're always reminded to save up and not overspend. Pero may mga times na we do it anyway. So, allowing yourself to suffer the consequences of overspending, like hindi ka na dapat gumastos or you become much more strict with how you spend since you've spent your supposed allowance na is also a form of compassion, right? you're being compassionate towards yourself that you even allow yourself to be in a lower position para in time alam mo na yung mga bagay na hindi mo dapat in short you basically learn from your mistakes and again just to be clear hindi ito yung mga mistakes na punishable by law don't confuse yourselves i'm pertaining to the kinds of mistakes or personal mistakes per se hindi yung mga incriminating kind of mistakes right So, the sixth on my list is peer pressure, right? But there's at least one point in our lives that we were somehow forced by our friends to do something we didn't want to do, but we kind of do it anyway, right? Or we did it anyway because peer pressure, and you know where the struggle is with peer pressure, right? We're somehow stuck between doing something we would have wanted to do and not disappointing our friends at the same time. So, but the we often just choose the latter cause we live by the thought na time spent with friends is never wasted, which is really true. Pero here's a really hard-to-swallow pill, but let me be the one to spill that tea for you. Real friends understand na each of us has his own priorities, and they would understand na you have made prior commitment prior to the ones they just made, and your real friends won't even be salty about it. Because despite that fact now we all have priorities, we're all adulting. And you know, at this point in our lives, what we used to do in high school where we could just spend so much time with some people and kind of not worry about any bills to pay is just so not possible now. It's really a struggle to balance this out, but trust me when I say no, your real friends would understand when you use your power to say no, provided nah, of course, when your schedule is a little lighter, na, that's when you make up for your absence. Trust me, I am as baffled as most of you guys are in kind of trying to figure adulting-ish things out since... It's not like one size fits all. So you really have to figure things out on your own depending on your situation. Baka naman kasi dumating na sa point na sobrang magtatampo yung friend mo kasi it's her birthday. Tapos di ka pumunta and like a slot was specifically reserved for you, diba. ba? May mga kasi. And believe it or not, when your friends say that your presence is enough, like, yun tipong, mapakita lang, kahit di ka na stay till midnight and get wasted with them, diba sobrang na appreciate nila yon. And that is really a fact. Now, here comes the part na, I've become a tad lazy. And the good thing is that I have some people sharing their insights upon hearing na, I am kind of drafting na this podcast topic. I mean, like, It's always okay to have diverse perspectives on one um, underlying topic. I mean, here goes a contribution from Michael, aka Bethany Gale Salibur, (laughs) in which he suggested addiction as a struggle. So that would be our seventh adulting struggle. So addiction. Now, addiction could present itself in many different forms. It could be an alcohol or like smoking addiction or an addiction to drugs. And I may not be able to, or I may not be in a position to talk about these kinds of things with you guys because I'm not a psychotherapist. But should you need help with any of your addictions, I think it's really best to see a specialist who could really help you out with that. Because I myself, I have to admit, I really do have some sorts of addiction per se. And I really used to smoke like a lot, but I kind of was forced to stop and one of the factors as to why I stopped smoking is because of the coronavirus, and I think I haven't smoked for like two months now. Yeah, and that I think is a really good thing. But I did have to go through um, withdrawal because the way I did it was so abrupt. Like bigla ko siyang tinigil, and I really did notice now I look a little just a little fresher and younger looking than back when I was still smoking. Now, I also have kind of, I don't know, it's kind of something that people say it's good, but I also have reading addiction, right? And that goes the same way with um, binge watching, right? Because to me, I think it has reached that point of addiction um, Now there are times that kind of, Parang I don't know when to stop, like when to give myself some rest. Like, Kahit I badly needed sleep, hindi ako matutulog kasi isang chapter pa ang I feel like I wanted to read or isang episode pa yung dapat kong panoorin na parang ako nag a alam mo yun. And some people may not see it that way, pero to me, when you're doing something excessive to the point that it just kind of takes up all your time, um, instead of you doing something else, you're just really too consumed by what you're addicted to, ba? Kasi nga, excessive or anything too much is hindi rin tama. So, always take things with moderation. And I kind of wanted to point this out as well, Because it's kind of not healthy as well. So, yung mga addicted to work, cut yourself some slacks. Kasi, mahirap, mahirap yung abut ka sa point ta yung pinag overtime mo is kind of going to be used for your hospital bills, right? So, magpahinga rin naman. So jumping off to the eighth on my list is actually thought of by Jaser Ramirez. And he said, one of the adulting struggles is dealing with the changes in our body. And that is really correct, right? Since we kind of begin losing all that kind of energy to party and get wasted. And on top of that, our body begins to have this decline with um, nutrient absorption. And it really does have a physical manifestation because most of us begin to kind of gain weight and most especially hormonal imbalances, right? So I kind of did a little bit of researching. And according to the com, in your 20s, you should focus on your calcium, folate, and iron, right? Because meeting daily calcium requirements is important to help the bones reach their peak strength. And doing so can also help protect yourself against osteoporosis and fractures later in life. Now, the foods and drinks with good source of calcium are actually milk, cheese, soy, almond milk, salmon, tofu, spinach, and whatnot. But for your diet, I think it's really best to consult your doctor or your dietitian for that, right? I just, I feel like I really just have nothing much to contribute to that. So we move on to the last on our list, which is really one of the most talked about um, things of adulting struggle. And that is finding the right one. And I would like to thank Marvin Keniaveris for his um, contribution for this. So finding the right one. Right, That is really, it's not a question, but it's really a huge kind of statement. Because as someone on the early stages of adulting, I'm just 22, just so you know, I really could say that is not one of my priorities right now. Like, I'm kind of not looking around to settle, mainly because, number one, I'm gay. And I have this kind of thinking, and most of my friends do have this kind of mindset as well, and that is to date when you're ready, right? So as someone adulting, Dating is indeed part of our lives already because we go on dates, we try to find love, and eventually settle, right? But the beginning of all of it is really one of the most difficult parts, right? Because una sa lahat, as someone adulting, we should really make sure that dating should be somehow kind of convenient for us, right? And we do that by making sure that we have... Um, sufficient of everything, right? So we have sufficient budget, um, sufficient time. Um, everything is really enough, right? On top of that, we're actually still constantly trying to know the person we're dating. And during this time of our lives, this is when we begin asking um, questions like, Is na ba yung The person I'm going to end up with, right? And so, ito din yung time of our lives wherein we transition from being a little playful or kind of pilio or pilia to becoming much more serious yet still fun somehow, right? Because on top of wanting to end up with the right person, we should also be responsible in kind of making ourselves the right person to whomever person is wanting to go date us out, diba Like, as we look for that um, perspective, significant other, we make ourselves worthy of becoming a significant other as well, right? So, get ourselves mentally, financially, um, and emotionally ready for dating. And well, I just wanna say na fortunately, walapa naman ako sa stage na I'm being asked kung galan nabaho mag because I may just respond with a smirk. I mean, you know. Baka kasi I really don't know. And that topic is something I really would want to talk about sooner or later. So if you guys have some suggestions or if you kind of want to converse with me regarding that, just go ahead and let me know, okay? And yeah, I kind of wanted to... End that segment with that. And I don't know, I'm really just afraid that I might say some things that may not apply to you um, of some sort. And I'm really just trying to make this episode as wholesome as it should while trying to, you know, spark or start conversations about things that should be talked about. So that actually pretty sums it up. And I really would like to thank you guys. If ever you're listening to this part of this podcast, thank you so much, really. As always, stay awesome and carpe diem. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys like that episode. And if you do want to talk about it a little more, don't ever hesitate to converse with me through facebook.com slash or through my Instagram, that's at palaypsh, that's P-A-L-A-Y-P-S-H. Until next time once again, Carpet Yam.